Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It's a quarter to 11am in Sydney town. Great to have your company here on Going Greyhounds. Welcome, I'm Mark Olmus. We've got a massive show ahead for you, as you heard from Dave Stanley previously just there on Racing HQ. Big announcement coming in from Tari. We'll have a chat to Jason Lincoln in a little while. Otherwise, we've got a chock-a-block show for you as we head towards, of course, the Golden Easter Egg weekend. Uh, it's not too far away. Heats and semis not too far off either. Wow is currently the $10 favourite. Flying Ricardo at $11 on the second line. Futures pre-noms betting. We'll have a chat to Christy Sultana shortly. We've also got Tommy Shelby there, $12. Fernando Bluey, 15 Handsome Prince, Shimmer Shine. Sunset Spitfire, Zipping Curios, all at $15. And Incapacitated, the winner of the Richmond Derby. Group 2 level on Friday night is a $21 shot. We'll also be having a chat with Justin King in the not-too-distant future. Of course, trainer of Incapacitated, running best of the night time. Feature racing wrap. Before we go any further, we ventured to Richmond, obviously, on Friday night for the running of the Oaks and the Derby, both at Group 2 level, and both worth 40000 to the winner. The Oaks was won by the Queensland bitch Crazy Cool, the golden ticket winner for caretaker trainer Rob Tyler and owner Bob Jacobson. She defeated Curious Motion by one and a half lengths in 30.56. Super Estrella with another black type, uh, well, podium finish for David Smith. The day, the derby rather, was rocked by the scratching of Wow during the week. His absence paving the way for the ultra-consistent, incapacitated to get his moment of glory on the dais. The son of SH Avatar and Subway to Venus, scored by seven and three quarters of a length over Royal M Grand in 30-44. Ritter Cohen filling the minor placings back in third. On Saturday night at Wentworth Park, we had the next round of preludes uh, for the Golden Easter Egg. The John Finn train zipping Kyrgios was the standout. Owner Cam Hallinan will be on the catching pen tonight, while the second prelude was won by Vicky's Queen, a sister to Barsha Blue Boy for Peter Lagogiani. Also run over the weekend was the Tamora Cup on Sunday night. Jody and Andy Lord qualified five for the final and got the result they were after when Mr Ticket snatched the prize right on the line, defeating outsider speaking Spanish in 25.89. Avalanche got away okay. It's a rush began brilliantly. Incapacitators moving up to challenge. Royal M Grand third and out wide Avalanche. There followed by Utah Express. Further back, Ritzer Cohen, Takakadic. At the rear, Rampart Jimmy down the back. Incapacitated moved up. Struck the lead over. It's a rush. Then Avalanche followed by Royal M Grand turning the corner. It's a coup. Incapacitated clear. He's anything but and won the Richmond Derby. Incapacitated by three and a half. Royal M Grand or Ritter Cohen in a photo for the Miners. Then it's a rush. Away with words, Tim Newbold. Joining me ongoing Greyhounds is the trainer of Incapacitated, Justin King. Justin, firstly, welcome. Uh, we know that this guy's got a big amount of it, uh, talent. We spoke to Tess Simmons, your partner, the other week, and uh, it's just great to see him land one of the big ones. Congratulations and welcome. Good morning, guys. Thanks for that. Yeah, it sure was. Great buzz on Friday night to win a Group 2, and especially a Richmond Derby. One thing that never ceases to amaze me, especially in the, the, the greyhound world, uh, in 
gallops. We've got the shakes and the rest of it, but it means so much more to guys like yourself, Justin, and watching the post-race interview on Friday night, just magnificent to see. Can you just tell us again how much it means to you to take out a big one like the Richmond Derby? Oh, it means everything, you know, like I've been doing it for just over 25 years and, you know, you breed and rear and, and pre-train so many dogs and it's taken me this long to finally get a dog as good as incapacitated. Now, uh, Justin, with this with this greyhound, he had to work in the run. Tell us about your thoughts when he was trying to get around It's a Rush. It's a Rush really made him earn uh, that top spot going down the back. And then to see the time that he's run of 30-44, best of the night, uh, he's surely going to get back out over a trip, but you must have been immensely proud. It was sort of all week. Um, there was sort of, you know, the speed was coming out of the, the one, two and the seven. And then when the two come out of the race, I was sort of just hoping to, at some stage, just get through the first turn and sort of try and get the sit on on the one or the seven. And then when he come past me through the catching pen, he was actually sitting outside the 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 one, and yeah, I was pretty confident because I know how strong he is, and he's got a lot of track sense as well. He's not the sort of dog that'll just try and crash to the fence to, to find it. He'll sort of he sort of timed his run. He's just got a lot of track sense, this dog. And in these middle distance sort of trips, he he'll need that. Yeah, definitely. Um, a few starts ago there back in the rookie rebel. Um, I thought he was pretty unlucky. He finished fifth, but only got beat just a tick over four lengths. And he was in a lot of trouble early for the first half of the race. And then he sort of got clear and, and come home strong. So I, I was pretty happy with the rookie rebel run, considering all the interference that he copped in that race. After the Christmas gift shootout in December, Justin, uh, you, you probably started to get a bit excited, but... Uh He's gone to another level, and he can probably still go to another level again in terms of, I guess, well, class and distance? Um, definitely. Um, we sort of decided over the weekend, Tess and I, that we will go for the Easter egg. You know, like it's one Great of the most races. And, and you know, like, um, it's it's just, he, he doesn't have the early zip, like a lot, a lot of the real good dogs up there, but, if he gets half a chance, you just know he'll put himself in the race and just race him for for that sort of money and the golden Easter egg. And, and, and the dog's going the best he's ever gone. I think we'd be silly if we didn't have a shot at it. The stars certainly seem to be aligning. You, you must love what this dog's doing for you, the ride he's taking yourself and Tess on. Gosford Cup finalist, rookie Rebel finalist, as you, you mentioned, where he was by no means disgraced. Um yeah, the ride. T- tell us about it, and it's only just beginning, really, Justin. It is. It, it, it's an awesome feeling, you know, to have a dog as good as him. He's a beautiful dog in the kennel. I can't fault the dog in any way. He just ticks every box. You know, he, he travelled well to Melbourne. The travel doesn't doesn't interfere with him, and, yeah, he's just a great dog, and, yeah, it's, Jess and I are having a great time at the moment. Now, Justin, since 2003, that was the last time the Richmond Derby Easter Egg double was done by Cyrus the Virus. We'll be catching up with Sid Swain a little later on. Uh, can your bloke do it? Um, he can, uh, Obviously, you can see he's gone 29-4 at Wenny. He's got the ability in, in the motor to do it. 
but it still it still worries me. Wentworth Park, you, you know, you, you've got to have a bit of speed and be on the pace in Wentworth Park. It's totally different to Richmond. Richmond, you can sort of get away with it a bit because you need a good, strong dog over to 5.35. But on ability, I think he can, but he will need a lot of luck in box draws and, and in the running as well. Do you and Tess dare to dream just thinking about winning an egg? Oh, we all do. I think every trainer does, you know. This is... This is why why we do what we do to have a dog like incapacitated. You know, it's yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, his and his kennel name is Axel. Just yeah, Axel. Yeah, Axel. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. he like? Is it what's he like around the property? Oh, he's, he's a beautiful dog. You know, like I can be working the rest of my dogs like on on the quad bike and that sort of thing, and he'll just be laying asleep in his kennel. Just <laughs> nothing phases him at all. Traveling, whatever's going on around the place, he just. He's just happy to stay in his bed and stay asleep. So, he's what a beautiful a, dog. Now, anything else that we should look out for out of your uh, Londonderry kennel there? Um, I've got a couple of maidens coming up for the Wentworth Park maiden, but there's nothing outstanding there. They've got a bit of ability, but I think they're still a bit immature and a bit green. But nah, uh, other than that, it's just incapacitated at the moment. You're still having to pinch Tess. We saw her reaction after the race and... She was in a bit of disbelief. It, yeah, it is. We had a um, good celebration on, on the Friday night, but then sort of over the weekend it's back to work with all the other dogs and look forward to the Easter egg with uh, Axel. Wonderful stuff, Justin. Thank you so much for coming on Going Greyhounds and best of luck in the next few weeks as we head towards the golden Easter egg. Yeah, can't wait. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Beautiful. Justin King with Incapacitated taking out the Group 2 Richmond Derby final. And it was some win. Uh, we saw having to work that hard, and he was just so strong in the finish. Uh, looking forward to seeing him contest, hopefully, the final of the Golden Easter Egg in the first weekend of April. We'll take a break here on Going Greyhounds and be back with Christy Sultan, a trainer of Flying Ricardo. Thinking about your next build or renovation? Wideline Windows and Doors has all the planning tools at your fingertips. Their website is full of inspirational ideas to make your project a success. Advice and tips to get you started, even a colour selector and window planning tool. Plus, free online quotes. Just tell them what you need. Easy. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at the Wideline Windows and Doors website. www.wideline.com.au Impressive. Power and rhythm. Impending the one-two classy. Impeccably bred. A son of champion, Lonro, from dual Group 1 winner, Nemesim, a family of millionaires. Lonro, he's coming, he's going to get there. Yes, Lonro won it. What a champion. What a way to go. Imagine winning all the big races against all the good horses. Well, you can. Impending. First yearlings at the sales now. Impossible to ignore. Racing, flying Ricardo and Faithy Bale began brilliantly and so did Poppy Jack. Oh, they're turning it on early, but flying Ricardo, he's gone to the lead over Faithy Bale, Poppy Jack. Then Lily Banner, Rhyme Nor Reason, Richard Cohen, Aston Lee zipping Trivi at the rear top corner. It is flying Ricardo, one and a quarter, Faithy Bale. Then Poppy Jack, Richard Cohen's running on, turning. Flying Ricardo, he's got to dig in. Faithy Bale's coming. Flying Ricardo just in front, fell in him. Flying Ricardo's into the final has beaten Faithy Bale in a great race. That was the semi-final of the Tab Million Dollar Chase going back to the 9th of October last year, making his way into 
the Million Dollar Chase final. We go from one Londonderry trainer to another in Christy Sultana. Christy, thank you very much for coming on Going Greyhounds. Firstly, uh, well, we saw how well Flying Ricardo's going off the back of that uh, brilliant first up Maitland win. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Uh, we're very excited to have him back um, and, and back to his true form. And we actually uh, think he might have come back a little bit better. Oh, that's so. scary. <laughs> yeah. So. What's, what's uh, I guess, what are the excitement levels like? He returns so well and you're in it this time of the year. We know how special of a time this part of the year is. We heard it from Justin there before. It's the race that everybody wants to win. And you've got the second favourite at the moment, $11 with Tab to win the Golden Easter Egg, Flying Ricardo. Exciting. Mm, okay, yeah, I don't I don't really look at the, the prices. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, he's doing everything right at the moment. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a race that we want to be in. And um, we just, uh, we, we've probably pushed him a little bit. Um, he's probably not 100% ready, but... Um, but hopefully another couple of runs will get him there and, um, yeah, he'll be back to um, back to his old self. And in terms of, I guess, uh, well, his fitness as well as his well-being, uh, he seems to have taken no ill effect off that injury? No, no, well, touch wood, no, nothing yet. Um, yeah, like like we said, he's, he's, um, he's doing uh, everything right and, um, you know, the times that he's running in, a, in, the, in his trials and even the races, the race that he's had, um, you know, the trial is, is broken a couple of records. So, um, yeah, it hasn't hasn't affected him at, at all. Gee, that's exciting. Now, tomorrow yeah. night goes to a free-for-all. He's in uh, race number nine. He won't be any flash odds for the punters tuning in unless you <laughs> want to try to get an extra 10 15% there. But uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you hoping to see from him? Just looking at his record now, Christy, it's quite staggering. 24 starts yeah. for 20 wins. He's only missed a podium finish once. Um, yeah. Tomorrow night, you just want to see him get around safely? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's uh, he's he's. We want to see him obviously start like he, you know, begin like he mm. normally does, and um, you know, just get safely around that first corner. That's our biggest uh, biggest fear. But um, it's a small field, so hopefully he won't have a lot of um, you know. I don't think there's a lot a lot of pace in the race, so um, just depends really. Um, but we're just yeah, we're just excited to have him back, honestly. Yeah, so are we too, I can tell you that much. Uh, now, he's developed a, a really, uh, well, a, from the name really, a cult following, of course, Flying Ricardo. And we'll go with Ricardo because there's been plenty of chat over the last six months or however long about the pronunciation with his name, Christy. We'll mm-hmm. go with Ricardo. Uh, the team around him are starting to get this dog transcending platforms uh, and by uh, fundraising money for kids cancer. Can you tell us what's been going on uh, over social media and behind the scenes during his break? Yeah, look, we're um, yeah we're trying to raise money for the kids cancer project. Um, it's 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 pretty close to our heart. One of our um, trainers that um, and our and our friends, his son uh, has cancer or was born with it. So we're just trying to um, support a charity um, that can 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 do some good. And um, so we've yeah we've put uh, his his face to the to the cause and um, you know we've raised um, I think over three and a half thousand to date um, just for the charity and just by selling the shirts so Magnificent. Um, yeah we're just you know anything that we can do we will do um, you know but uh, at the moment we're just now we're just going to start focusing on, on him racing again and and um, yeah but he has got a, la- a massive um, following so which is which is fantastic so Wonderful stuff. The the kidscancerproject.org.au if you want to go and have a look. And they've got some wonderful events to 
to help out, obviously, kids with cancer and uh, and, and their families as well. That's a great initiative by you guys, Christy. Um, now, with the Greyhound uh, himself, we know the ride's been pretty magical because it's a family affair with this with the Sultanas. Yes, that's correct, yeah. Yep, so describe describe the ride for us. It's uh, it's taken you all on. You know, your father involved there, you know, on the Megastar and um, it must be a bit of a thrill to be able to share in those things with family. Oh, yeah, look, it's um, it's amazing, really. I mean, I've never had a dog like this and, and you know, dad dad's pretty much the same. I mean, um, he's just a consistent dog and he just tries his hardest every single run. Um, and, you know, he's just he's just a freak. He's a freak of a dog. And, um, you know, the he's definitely uh, the favourite in the kennel. Um, <laughs> everything revolves around Ricky, my holidays and, um, you know, going away and all that sort of thing always revolves around him, which it has to. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's part of he's part of the family now. And, um, you know, we hope he's here for a long time and can keep racing and, um, and then hopefully stud uh, one day. So... Um, yeah, he'll he'll be on on the property for a very long time. Yeah, of course, your dad Sam, uh, sister Michelle as well. Um, what do you what do you think your your dad will be like if you were to win the Golden Easter Egg on that first Saturday in April? How proud do you think he'd be? <laughs> oh, look, I mean that's that's a long way away. There's a lot of racing in between now and then, and. Um, you know, we're a bit optimistic like that. Um, you know, but um, you know, anything can happen. But um, it'll be a, oh, it'll be a mind blowing to be honest. And I mean, Dad doesn't show a lot of emotion, but I think a few times he's he's been caught, uh, you know, cheering on the dog and all that sort of thing behind closed doors. So um, he's, uh, yeah, he's definitely. Um, enjoying it as much as I am, but uh, it doesn't show it. <laughs> well, Christy, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there, and we really appreciate you coming on and giving up your time. We can't wait to see Fly Ricardo well, back tomorrow night and then on his path towards the uh, the Golden Easter Egg after what was such an exciting preparation last time in the Million Dollar Chase. And then, of course, the, the Dapto Megastar. He's got that group one alongside of his name already. It'd be nice to add a Golden Easter Egg to it, I dare say. Um, we'll, we'll keep in touch here, Christy, and uh, we'll follow Flying Ricardo very, very closely. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Excellent. No worries. Thanks a lot, guys. Christy Sultana joining us on Going Greyhounds and very, very exciting to follow the progress of Flying Ricardo as we head towards the Golden Easter Egg and repeating in betting with Tab, currently an $11 second favourite, just one point away from WOW at the moment. We'll take another break here on Going Greys and on the other side, news from Taree with Jason Lincoln. There's an iconic day in Sydney's West that's reserved for horse racing's very best. A prestige affair where the fashion is bold. With five Group 1s, the world's finest races unfold. Get your fun back on track at the 65th Longines Golden Slipper with fashion competitions, the new playground precinct and an unmissable performance from legendary rocker John Stevens. Longines Golden Slipper Day, March 20 at Rosehill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Tickets are limited. Skipped breakfast. Clarky, I'm telling you, we don't need What's therapy. Happened? We were just out the back talking. The, and the we're glory talking days. About the glory days. So he's lost five games throughout his career from oh, no. under sevens to thirteens, and four of them undefeated. 
up until the grand final. Ooh, That's a, a terrible record. It's a sore point loss. For the last <laughs> one. This one he goes, I can still remember what I said to my mum yeah. and dad. Mum and dad came in the dressing room. Tears coming out of my eyes. I'm used to this fight. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. <laughs> yeah, you need a counsellor, definitely. <laughs> Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmus with you at four minutes past 11am here on Sky Sports Radio. Jason Lincoln joining me here on Going Greys from Taree this morning. Uh, firstly, Wiz, great to hear a couple of contenders heading towards the Easter egg there with Justin King incapacitating Christy Sultana, Fly Ricardo. It's heating up, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It seems, um, well, it seems like every greyhound that... Uh, up and about and in form at the moment, heading up to the Harbour City for the for the egg made over over Easter. So yeah, look, really looking forward to that. How are you travelling? On a personal basis? Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Weekend was uh, you know slightly profitable, which is always good, Mark. Did you uh, manage to relax on the public holiday yesterday? Uh, was it a public holiday? Here was in it? New South Wales, I wouldn't eat. look. If I don't work, I don't work, Mark. <laughs> that. I wouldn't have known it was a public holiday or it wasn't. <laughs> and now tell us the news out of Taree this morning. Uh, there seems to be a, a whole lot of activity activity up your uh, new neck of the woods, or old yeah, neck of the woods. Right. And it, look, it doesn't all specifically pertain to Taree, but um, yeah, we had the Minister um, for Better Regulation, Kevin Anderson, up here in Taree this morning alongside the local member for Mile Lake, Stephen Bromhead, and uh, they had a pretty in- important announcement with regards to a commitment the New South Wales government made to the grain industry back in 2017. Let's see what he had to say. Well, thank you. It's great to be at uh, at Tari Greyhound Track today, and uh, the local member Steve Bromhead was pretty keen to uh, to get us up here again uh, to announce uh, what is, we believe, a significant statewide announcement uh, regarding investment into uh, greyhound racing in New South Wales. I want to thank Greyhound Racing New South Wales uh, for their great work. The new deputy CEO Dave Brace is with us today, uh, as well as um, uh, other members of Greyhound Racing New South Wales. So. Today we're announcing that uh, out of the $30 million from the capital grants fund that was allocated uh, today, $23 million will be spread across Greyhound racetracks uh, in New South Wales. Starting off with Tranche 1, $20 million will be allocated uh, to, or rather, Twenty tracks will be part of Tranche One, where funding will be allocated across regions across uh, New South Wales. And Tranche Two will be the remaining twelve tracks where Greyhound Racing New South Wales will continue to have those discussions. So this is putting welfare and integrity at the top of everything Greyhound Racing New South Wales does. And here at Tari today, uh, talking to Bobby and Mick, uh, they're already telling us that the camber's been fixed. They've taken out that rise on the back straight where it used to flood, so they've flattened that out. It's a lot safer, it's a lot smoother and less injuries on dogs. So a significant announcement today where we're looking at spreading $23 million as part of a special track safety upgrade where Greyhound Racing New South Wales has worked closely with uh, UTS uh, to ensure that uh, the plans will be uniformed right across the state. Plenty coming out of that uh, press conference this morning, Jason Lincoln. Uh, You would have picked it apart already, no doubt. Um, well, to some extent, Mark, um, look, the, the announcement today, um, I guess, is, is confirmation and a big tick for the industry that we're move, certainly moving in the right direction, Mark. Um, you know, 
then those monies wouldn't be forthcoming unless um, you know there was a fair degree of um, certainly buy-in and self-regulation from the industry, and that's been apparent over the past few years, Mark. And, and look, and, and it had to happen. Um, everyone speaks of the dark days, and much like Paul Keating with the recession we had to have back in the 80s, I think you know it was a kick in the pants that the grain industry needed. Got a, you know, it, it brought us up to speed with regards to animal welfare and possibly where we should have been in any case. So, um, yeah, look, onwards and upwards, plenty of good news on a weekly basis now coming um, for, for the great game, Mark. What's the feeling like or what was the feeling like uh, when you spoke to Kevin Anderson as well as Jerry SW Deputy CEO David Brace this morning and, and progressing into 2021 uh, and yep. beyond? Obvious, obviously positive, but was it, like you say, a, not a kick in the pants well at this time, but you know, still thinking that there's now work to do with this funding and we still need to continue to improve all over the state. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that, that's obvious. You, 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 the, the minute you become stagnant, Mark, you, you fall behind. It's as mm. simple as that. Um, as I said, I look, I, it, it's just further endorsement, I think, um, that Greyhound Racing New South Wales and under the under the guidance of Tony Mestroff have, have been you know, working in the right direction. I think Tony's been very, very much on the front foot. There are no secrets um, that welfare is the number one priority with regards to Greyhound New South Wales, not only now but into the future. And that's wonderful to hear. Where's uh, the catching pen coming up tonight? Um, we saw the turtle salute on Thursday night. Uh, looking forward to catching up a little later on 7pm on Sky Racing 2, mate. And you've got something in store for us in terms of the turtle. I don't know. I've, looked, I've, I've got to have a look and see what the turtle's racing schedule is. I haven't been in touch with his trainer, Anthony Bullock, this week, but no doubt he's got some pretty ambitious plans mapped out for the turtle. So whether he's going around this Thursday in Hobart, I'm not sure, but if he is, I think I'll be on. Again? Again, yep. And some big news uh, coming up as well, which we'll fill you in on on the catching pen uh, this evening. Looking forward to catching up then, Jase. Absolutely. Talk to you then. Jason Lincoln joining us here on Going Greyhounds. We'll take another quick break here on Sky Sports Radio, and I'm really looking forward to this. We'll be chatting to Sid Swain. Uh, he was the last trainer to do the uh, Easter Egg Richmond Derby double with Cyrus the Virus. That'll be next. The Gosford Horse Race Group acquired a piece of swampy land in 1910. After two years of extensive work, the new racetrack was ready for its first official meeting. It was November 11, 1913. Special trains transported patrons and horses from Sydney and Newcastle. The horses were unloaded on what is now the number two platform at Gosford Railway Station. The first race winner at Gosford was Malt Mary. And this Saturday, it's Gosford's Provincial Championship Qualifier on Sky Sports Radio. Quality yearlings coupled with the country's best incentives make the Magic Millions Gold Coast March Yearling Sale a must-attend March 15 and 16. All yearlings are eligible for the $12.77 million Magic Millions Race Series. Graduates of the sale include Buffering, Winning Rupert, Spirit of Boom, Chapter and Verse, Master Jamie, Boom Sarah and Apache Chase. This year's catalogue offers 419 lots with progeny by 92 individual size including local stars Better Than Ready and Spirit of Boom. For more information and to view the catalogue visit magicmillions.com.au Form Guide, brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quaddy fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. 
some of the 20% of selected XPS notebooks at Dell Technologies preloaded with Windows 10 Pro. Dell recommends Windows 10 Pro for business. Ends at midnight Thursday. Conditions apply. Bankstown, very heavy Fairford Road, approaching Macaulay Avenue, ongoing roadworks. Two-truck accident, Eastern Creek, Old Walgrove Road, between Walgrove Road and Minilink Road, closed westbound Kellyville, Old Windsor Road at Windsor Road, multi-vehicle accident. This is impacting both directions, lanes one and two closed there. Looking for a new car? Sutton's has all your favourite brands at four convenient Sydney locations. From City, Chalora, Homebush or Arncliffe, visit suttons.com.au. I'm Silvio on Sky Sports Radio. The Gold Crown. When Chariot King won the 2009 Gold Crown, it gave Johnny Tappy's first group one as a trainer and Glenn McElhenney back-to-back victories in the race, the first driver to do so. Chariot King hit the lead in the final with 300 metres to go and was never headed. Chariot King got in. He retired in 2015 to go show jumping, but a freak accident two years later saw him put to rest. The King who wore the crown. The Bathurst Gold Crown Series. Live on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds, 13 minutes past 11am. Now, with the Richmond Derby run on Friday night and the heats of the Golden Easter Egg coming up on Saturday week, we thought we would speak to a trainer who has won both races. Sid Swain took out the 2003 uh, Derby, Richmond Derby, Easter Egg Double with Cyrus the Virus and since that year has also run a tipping competition in memory of his late wife Lorraine. Sid, thank you very much for joining us and going Greyhounds. I've been excited for this since I had a chat to Cat Ernst last night. Welcome and how are you? I'm well, mate. Good. That's the way. Now take us back to winning the egg in 2003. What are your memories of that night and are they still vivid 18 years on? Oh, yeah, they're a special moment in your life when Group 1 races anywhere, you know, like uh, it was a fantastic night. Uh, they named Cyrus after that uh, bad guy in the movie Con Air, <laughs> Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we had the pink rug on that night and they all had their hair dyed pink and uh, it was crazy. Yeah, he, uh, he just jumped out off the eight box, took off and won it, you know, and... Um, I bolted behind the uh, little grandstand there near the boxes because I thought to myself, I actually couldn't believe it. Yeah. So that sort of composed myself. And I thought, right, let's go down and have a, do the celebrations, you know. And uh, and I, obviously, um, sorry, continue, I, Sid. Beg your pardon? Sorry, continue. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I, I actually had a little grey on a little bitch, uh, Silver Rocket, in the 1991 Easter Egg Final. Okay. That was 30 years I'd go, and uh, the Hall of Fame dog won that, highly blessed. And it was a fantastic feeling. She ran third, and I thought to myself, what would it be like to win it? So, you know, uh, probably 12 years later, I won it with uh, Cyrus. Absolutely. And what, what about and, your uh, memories of that night, Sid, with, with Lorraine being there as well? Oh, would have been yeah, awfully special. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible, you know. She was up in the grandstand, and she just looked at me, and we just thought, that's it, we've won it. Magnificent stuff. Aside from Cyrus, um, Sid, you yeah. would have seen all of the egg wins since Ultra Sense in 1990. You were speaking about that period of time. Who are some of the more memorable dogs you've seen win the Golden Easter Egg? Uh, Brett Lee. Mm. He, uh, well, the owner of Brett Lee's in my tipping comp, Keith Bagrami, he's been in it for years. 
Yeah. We uh, won it in 2003 and was going to have a big party, but... Uh, Oh, no, well, we, we didn't have a big party, I'm sorry. Everyone else did, but we had about 20 dogs in work. So uh, my wife, my nephew and I were always uh, arguing one another who was the best tipster, and she said, you need to have a tipping comp. <laughs> so we had a tipping comp, and we were, and um, from, for me and him, it went out to 20 people. So we started it off in January to finish in um, Golden Easter Egg Night and then have a party on the Easter Sunday. And... Um, that was in 2003. In 2004, Lorraine got sick and she passed away. But she loved the idea of having a party. So we, all the boys got together and we've kept it going ever since, you know? And, yeah, you've been, so running, it, you've been running it ever since 2003 ever since yes, and yes, even, yes. even to this very year. Yeah, at the moment, Tess Simmons, who won the, uh, who won the Richmond Derby on um, She's on, on top. Night, she's favourite to win the tipping comp. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to beat all the uh, four medalists. All There's the expert tipsters, bookmakers, trainers, we're all in it. <laughs> How many people are in it, Sid? Oh, uh, we have about sixty runners every year. Wow. Where's Kat yeah, Ernst running in there? Oh, she's in it. Yeah, yeah whereabouts is she sitting? Pardon? Whereabouts is she sitting on the table? Uh, I think she's in the top ten. She's uh Oh jeez. She's got a good system. She just put the tips in about a minute before the <laughs> before the close. <laughs> and we study all week. <laughs> What about Tess yeah, and Justin, they, uh, Sid? What about Tess right? and Justin with incapacitated? Do you think they can do the double like you did? Oh, for sure. They've got a big chance. They've got an excellent chance. It's as open as the heads this year, the, uh, the Golden Easter Egg. And um, it's just been um, having the party and having the Easter Egg. And, you know, we've had winners of the Easter Egg and, and we've had people that are in the Easter Egg that are, that are there. And, um, yeah, um, uh, 2009... I nearly got the double with Cool Flight. Cool Flight won the, the Richmond Derby and uh, finished unplaced in the uh, Golden Easter Egg. Now, you're so a pretty I good judge, double. Sid. Sid, you're a pretty good judge. Who do you think's the one to watch for in the in the egg this year? Well, well uh, there's a bit of a cloud over Wow, but Wow was one of the favourites coming into it. Mm. And uh, my brother-in-law, my late brother-in-law, Ronnie Field, who passed away, he bred Wow. Okay. And his uh, daughter, his daughter-in-law Katrina, mm. was training it. And due to unforeseen circumstances, um, the dog's still ready for the Golden Easter Egg. But at this stage, we don't know what's happening. But he, he's a good chance in it. And um, uh, well, the Melbourne dogs, yeah, well, there's a few of them, you know, uh, that are going good. But the New South Wales dogs have got a good chance. And incapacitated right in, and he's a fast winner there. So it'd be great to see Tess win and uh, Justin King win it. You must get a bit of a thrill when you see young trainers like, or younger trainers like Justin and Tess get success in those big races like the Derby on Friday night. Ah, oh, it's brilliant, you know. And um, and Chris Carl, he's he, Chris Carl. He's won the Tipper Comp twice, and he's a definite chance in this year. Well, he bred incapacitated and sold him as a pup to uh, Justin. Yeah, right. So there's a story behind the lot, isn't it? You know. Yeah, absolutely. There's always a story, and uh, your story in particular, Sid. I, I was hearing it from from Cat last night, and just how it, how this tipping competition started back in 2003. Obviously, it would have been a bit trickier last year with COVID and not having the egg in the end. Did you end up doing yeah, well, we didn't anything? Have the party that was we continued on, and it was a bit of a muck up. We got through with our Richmond races. We never held a party, and we were a bit too worried about having the party this year. Right. 
they'll be on again the following year, you know. Yeah. The only thing is, you don't run last in the tip and comp. I, th- I, d- I was just, I was just thinking <laughs> that the uh, the wooden spooner would be copping grief for a very long time until the next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the uh, president of the Richmond uh, Graham track, Peter Rogers, vouched for not running last in the tip and comp. I won't go <laughs> into that one. Oh, you're giving um, you're giving them all up. Yeah, <laughs> you had to wear a dummy all night. <laughs> Too good. Sid, um, it's been a pleasure having you on. I wish we had more time because I feel like we could yarn for hours oh, yeah, upon hours. Yeah. We'll, we might have to do that um, in front of a beer sometime soon. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it's classic. Sid, thank you very much for coming on. And, uh, well, we look forward to seeing if uh, Incapacitated can do the double just like you did back in 2003. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Thanks, Sam. Sid Swain joining us there, the trainer of Cyrus the Virus and that tipping competition. A few, a few yarns, a few tales in it, a few pranks, no doubt, uh, with running last and being beaten by friends as such. Kat Ernst wanted me to mention that she's dominating her partner Joe in this, or her fiancé Joe, in the tipping competition. So, Joe, up your game. Uh, but wonderful to have those stories on Going Greyhounds. We hope you've enjoyed this edition. We've uh, caught up with Justin King, Christy Soltan, of course, Jason Lincoln, in regards to that announcement from Taree, in regards to Greyhound Racing in New South Wales, and then Sid Swain. The podcast will be up shortly. If you missed any of it or want to go back and have a listen, uh, it'll be up in about three to five minutes, I'm hearing from the one and only Grant Boyden. Thanks for joining us here on Sky Sports Radio with Going Greyhounds. Hand you back to Dave Stanley in the studio for the rest of Racing HQ.